Hello, 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 and welcome to Movies and Stuff for Friday, June 7th, 2017. I'm your host, Robert Yates. Yes, if you're paying attention, if you're listening to this on the Anchor app, if you're listening to this in podcast form, however you're looking at this, you're probably going, Robert, it's not Friday, it's Saturday. You are correct. Uh, recording the episode for Thursday slightly later, kind of threw me off for Friday. Here we are recording an episode on Saturday, but you know what? That's fine, because most of what I had planned for you on Friday didn't involve timely news. In fact, it seems that the whole uh, Friday, not Friday the 13th, (laughs) uh, July 4th holiday in the middle of the week kind of threw off movie news more than I thought it would this week, but that's okay. There's uh, some quick stories we're going to get to, and then I have an interview with my brother. We went and saw Spider-Man Homecoming. So we're going to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming, and then everybody's favorite game, the Friday Five, where I list what uh, the top five movies are going to be at the box office and what order I think they'll be in. Um, We're going to do that. So that's what we got planned for this this Saturday episode that was supposed to be for Friday. Um, Thank you so much for being here, for being a part of the show. The support so far has been very strong, and I'm very thankful for all of you who've uh, started listening to the show, started following, who've been listening. Uh, It really means a lot to me. Uh, As always, like I've been saying this whole past two weeks I've been doing this, this is not just a show for me. I'm not doing doing this just for my own benefit. I'm doing this because I want to create a show for you, the listener, for those of you out there who like movies, who like talking about movies, who want to uh, maybe hear some new stuff about movies, news that they didn't, uh, wouldn't otherwise hear. So, with that in mind, this isn't just a show for me, it's a show for you. If there are segment ideas you have, you want me to add some segments to the show, uh, if there's things you want me to do differently or think I can improve on, please let me know. You can do like some people already have, download the Anchor app and call into the show. It's this really cool feature you can do. You can call in directly into the show and you can be a part of it. I can throw you into an episode and then respond to you as if we were having a conversation. Not quite a conversation, but close enough. Um, But yeah, it's really cool. I actually think the whole Anchor app is very cool. Uh, No, I am not paid by them. They should pay me, uh, I think, because I've mentioned their app every single episode I've recorded. Um, But yeah, really cool app. That's one way you can get involved, by calling into the show. The other way, right now, you can email me at themoviesandstuff at gmail.com. So themoviesandstuff at gmail.com. I will check that before each show. Uh, to make sure that none of you have sent in questions or comments or things. Um, And if you have, I'll I'll incorporate that into the next episode that we've got going on. So, that's how you can be a part of the show, and I encourage you, please, again, this isn't just a show for me, it's a show for you, it's a show for all of us. Be a part of the show. Feel free to to ask anything movie-related. I would love to talk about it with you. All right, that's it for our nice little introduction here. Let's jump into the movie news. So like I said before, uh, not a lot of movie news this week. July 4th kind of threw things off a bit. Um, I'm expecting a lot more news. I was expecting a lot more news the rest of this week, but certainly expecting a lot more news next week. So this news segment's going to be way shorter than normal. Um, it's just going to be quick hits. There's three quick things I want to talk about. Uh, for movie news, because that's all the news there really was on this Friday. So let's jump into the movie news we do have. It seems that Jeremy Renner, most of you know him for playing Hawkeye 
in the Avengers movies, uh, he broke both of his arms. Uh, broke the wrist on one and the elbow on the other. Originally, it was reported that he did that while filming the newest Avengers movie. Turns out it's a movie that I didn't even know existed called Tag uh, that stars John Hamm and Ed Helms. I think it, based on that casting, sounds like a comedy. Anyway, he broke both of his arms while filming that. Um, some people think uh, uh, he was interviewed and asked whether that would kind of prevent him from being able to film uh, the next Bourne movies and the, the spin-off Jason Bourne movies. Um, he said, no, they might have to do some fancy uh, special effects in a couple of spots, but he thought they'd be able to get by filming that, which I guess he's filming next, no problem. So anyway, Jeremy Renner, broke both of his... Broth, <laughs> wow, can't talk. Broke both of... Broke, broke both of his arms. See... You just got to slow down and you'll get there. Uh, the second bit of news, not really huge news, but San Diego Comic-Con is going on. And there is a new Saw movie, or a movie in the Saw universe called Jigsaw. Uh, during San Diego Comic-Con, they released a new teaser poster. has the classic uh, pig mask from that series, if you are familiar. I knew that they were making a movie in this universe related to the Saw franchise. have no idea what it's going to be, whether it's going to be any good. Um, I can't even really say that any of those movies are technically very good, uh, but they are a guilty pleasure of mine. So I'm excited to see whatever ridiculous soap opera, scary movie stuff they come up with in this new movie. But there's a poster. It's a, it's a nice poster. It's a very simple, um, very evocative you can look it up online, give it the give the old Google uh, a search, and you'll be able to find it just fine. Our final bit of quick hit news. This relates to later on when we're going to talk about uh, the top five movies at the box office. Um, you'd be silly not to think that Spider-Man Homecoming is going to be the number one. Spoilers, that is my number one movie at the box office this weekend. But... Um, Good news for Marvel and company. It looks like the movie had a really impressive Thursday night opening. So it made $15.4 million just in Thursday night screenings alone. Um, I have not looked at the uh, box office numbers because uh, I like to keep that for Monday. Plus, I'm recording this episode a little later. I don't want to uh, kind of cheat a little bit, get a little insider information ahead of time. Anyway... Um, it looks like that movie's doing well, and as far as it relates to other Marvel movies, uh, 15.4 million is in the upper range. There's only a couple movies that have made more on uh, Thursday night previews, including Captain America: Civil War, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and Iron Man 3. So, uh, looks like Spider-Man: Homecoming is gonna gonna make some some money this weekend. I think it's gonna do pretty well. All right. Next up, I have that interview with my brother, Connor Yates. We talk about Spider-Man Homecoming um, and whether we like it more or less than other Spider-Man movies uh, and where it kind of fits in compared to the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Anyway, that is coming up next. Connor. Hey, how's it going, bro? It's going well. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing really well. Doing really well. Good to hear from you. Yeah, so we just got done seeing Spider-Man Homecoming, right? Yes, we did. 
It's a little weird that I'm calling you because you're in the other room and we're just recording this this way over the phone, but, you know, whatever. It works, I guess. It works. It works. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so we just saw Spider-Man Homecoming. We're going to talk about it a little bit, spoiler-free, but before we get into that, um, why don't you tell the audience, Connor, uh, kind of your experience with movies and with Spider-Man, so they kind of have a frame of reference for where you're coming from when you critique the movie. Well, I've seen uh, with Tobey Maguire all the movies with that Spider-Man. Uh, I saw it with uh, Andrew Garfield as well, and then I forget this kid's name that's doing it now, but um, as far as the Spider-Mans and the movies leading up to this one, it's been uneventful to say the least. Not very... I mean, kind of campy. They were trying to hit, like, kind of what Spider-Man is all about and his personality, but always hitting the mark or always missing the mark by a considerable margin up until this point. So mm-hmm. kind of where I'm coming from at this point. Okay, so you weren't a huge fan of the previous Marvel movies. Or not Marvel movies, no, the previous was, Spider-Man movies. The previous, like, yeah, the previous right. incarnations, you, you thought they were okay. Um, I would yeah. tend to agree with you. I think that uh, I, I do think that Spider-Man Two was a pretty good Spider-Man movie, although Tobey Maguire is not my favorite Spider-Man. Um, okay, so that's where you're coming from as far as Spider-Man is concerned. Are you a big Marvel movie guy? Do you like the Marvel movies? I do, I do. Uh, you and I and some of our mutual friends have gone to see a whole bunch of them together. I enjoy the Mar- Marvel universe as you know, just from a comic standpoint, and the movies themselves have been you know decently good. So I've I've been enjoying the Marvel movies and uh look forward to even more. Okay, so that kind of sets it up. Um I uh I think you probably like the Marvel universe a little more than I do. Um I think the Marvel <laughs> movies are um I think they're good. I think they're good, but um and I I said this on yesterday's show actually. I think that the overall qualities of, of these movies are very good. They have a very consistent track record, but very few of them reach kind of great, in my opinion. You know, I think mm-hmm. they're all above average, but few of them are, you know, A-plus, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, how we talked about it beforehand oh. when it – sorry. No, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going with your thoughts. All right, I was about to say, like, we talked about beforehand when it comes to Marvel, and I would agree with you, but – I don't think it's necessarily wrong because, you know, I do enjoy the movies, but they, they do tend to have a cookie cutter for all the different Marvel movies. And so it's just kind of like, okay, here's our template and just go ahead and put X, Y, and Z main character. Here's the big battle scene. I mean, it works and it brings in the money, but, you know, they don't ever go above that, it seems, for the most part. Um, for the most and, part. Yeah, I mean, it, I, would, I would agree with you. The movies have been good. You know, our mindsets going into the movie are different. So, for me, I tend to enjoy them, I think, a little bit more than you. But, you know, overall, I've, I've been satisfied, I guess. Okay. So, that's I think that's plenty of setup. How did you feel All about right. Spider-Man Homecoming? No spoilers. How do you feel uh, it was as a Spider-Man movie? How do you feel it was as a Marvel movie? As a Spider-Man movie, I think it's the best one or the best portrayal of Peter Parker so far and Spider-Man itself. Uh, really great storyline. They finally nailed, I feel like, Spider-Man. Because, like, Spider-Man is essentially, like, you know how Deadpool goes all crazy. He's constantly, like, talking to himself and doing that. But he's kind of, like, almost like an anti-hero. And he's kind of, like, mm-hmm. not necessarily doing good. Like, 
Spider-Man is the good version of Deadpool. That's how I take it. You may not agree with that, but he has that same kind of crazy talking to himself kind of campiness. And they finally nailed that with this with this Spider-Man, which was really nice to be able to see that. Uh, and then, in, you know, uh, for this movie, they you know a bunch of surprises came out that I wasn't expecting, and kind of like moments where I was like almost had like anxiety, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it went. It, they they transitioned so well between uh, mm-hmm. the action, the goofiness, and then like a, then the serious turn that it, it happens at times, and like it didn't seem forced. It, it it flowed so well, and it just hits you in the face, and I loved it. It was really great. And then as far as the Marvel movie, um, I didn't have a chance to see Logan, so that's something that I can't necessarily well, say. Well, that, that doesn't okay. necessarily fit into the Marvel universe, so that's fine. Okay. I just mean, like, we were, we were talking about the idea that the Marvel movies yeah. are, tend to be uh, very good, very cookie-cutter. Do you feel like Spider-Man Homecoming is more like that, or is it kind of breaking I the think mold? It's a, I think it, yeah, I think it was breaking the mold. I think it was kind of like in a category of its own. Um, and I was pretty happy about that, to be honest. Uh, yes, you kind of had, like, a little bit of, you know, backgrounds, and then there was obviously a big fight scene that happens in all superhero movies. But just the way they went about it, I, I feel like they, they kind of deviated from their normal path, and I think it – they succeeded in doing so. Mm. You know, I, I have to agree with you on a couple of points you, you've said so far. I think that this is the best version of Spider-Man we've ever gotten, uh, just as yeah. far as the, the character itself. I think Tom Holland does a great job of playing that Spider-Man. Um, I mm. believe that he's a high school student. Um, and that's, honestly, that's what I think this movie does the best, is I've always liked and thought the Spider-Man stories where he's struggling to be Spider-Man and keep his own life all kind of juggled are the best mm-hmm. kind of stories. And what's really fun with this movie is watching him kind of fail miserably at doing both of those things and then learn <laughs> as he goes along. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and like, there's just a lot of funny moments where he's like, I've got to go. And his buddy's like, but we've got a Spanish test. And it's, it's those types of funny things where it's like the world needs saving, but I also need to do schoolwork. You know what I mean? The, the, that <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's fun. Um, I also I want to give props to Marvel. I think this may be the first Marvel movie that has a good villain, um, and not just a, a a good villain. I mean, like I think Michael Keaton as the Vulture is one of the most fleshed out and good villains in a Marvel movie since maybe hmm. Loki. And I actually th- I like him better than Loki personally. What do yeah, you think I, about the Vulture? I the Vulture had such. One, they did a good job setting him up with his actual, like, story. So his actions that he did, you know, later on in the movie, it it made sense. It wasn't just kind of like this bad guy showed up and, you know, did some things and then the hero, you know, saved the day. They had a really good backstory with him, which I appreciate when it comes to, to villains. And then on top of that, just his, his acting in general, uh, it, it was it was kind of like haunting almost like just like transitioning and his reasoning behind things. And then later on in that anxiety moments that I was talking about, like he just, he added to that just so well and his expressions, Mm -hmm. his expressions and just his, his, you know, uh, it just, it got to you and it was, it was really nice to see and it was very well done. Yeah, I, I can't agree with you more. I think he does a great job in the movie. Um, I, I do want to be 
uh, fair. I don't want to just gush about this movie, even though I thought it was great. Um, the few points in the movie that I disliked it, or not disliked, um, that I thought were less good, if you will, uh, were the parts when it actually kind of, the movie kind of stepped away from being a, a, a personal story about Peter Parker, and the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of got forced on us. Um, I found myself not enjoying those moments as much. Robert Downey Jr. does a really good job, and the way they kind of position Peter Parker's story in this movie has to do with the Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, 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 all the stuff with, like, Happy, Happy Hogan, um, yeah. and the whole Stark Tower, I, I, I could have done without that personally. Those kind of... It was just a little too much for me. How did you feel? Did you agree, disagree? Uh, see, it has to be in there, though. It has to tie in. Uh, maybe maybe it didn't have to be in there. You know, Maybe they could have done something where it was just more focused on Peter and they didn't bring in the whole entire Marvel thing. And then after the whole entire movie, you know, the, the end touch scenes that are always there in the Marvel movies, they go ahead and put something in there or they go ahead and have like an after trailer after the movie, like a one or two minute type of thing where it's kind of like just little short little clippets and snippets of him fitting into the Marvel universe a little bit. But I feel like it has to be there. Uh, it didn't bother me too much really. Uh, like you're kind of rooting for this young kid the entire movie to, like, kind of prove himself to be able to be a part of, like, the Avengers. And so when the, that Avenger prospect came in every once in a while, it's kind of like, okay, are we getting closer to that? It was a little bit – a little bit. Uh, it did distract you a little bit from the movie. It did take away, so I will give you that. It wasn't perfect. I, then maybe they could have done something else. I don't know what else they could have done. But I wouldn't say it was horrible. It was distracting, if anything. No. I don't think it took away from the movie. No, I don't, and I think uh, it's not all of the stuff related to the Avengers. I think they do a good job of setting up the idea that, like, Spider-Man was in Captain America's Civil War and has these awesome moments, and then all of a sudden he goes back to everyday life, and it's like, but I just did this awesome stuff, and I want to do more of it, but Mm -hmm. I'm a high school student, right? So um, those moments – yeah, I I got the Spanish test today. (laughs) So, like, those moments – uh, with Robert Downey Jr. good, it just I, I don't know. It felt too much to me. Um, mm-hmm. I think they tied it in a little too much to that stuff, and that that's just me complaining. I I really think that the parts when it's just him dealing with stuff like uh, the stuff in Washington D.C. and um, the stuff with the homecoming dance and this, mm-hmm. this, all that kind of stuff felt most like Spider-Man to me. Um, yeah. And it felt like like just a, the, the the parts I found myself gravitating towards and really loving about this movie were the moments that had nothing to do with the Avengers and just Peter Parker and his story. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And I think that could um, be said almost for all the Marvel movies, you know? Yeah, um, and we can get into that as we, as we wrap things up here. Yeah, but we um, could be all day talking about that. Yeah, but I'm just going to say that, uh, you know... Uh, one of the things that I find myself more and more with the Marvel movies is going like, okay, I get that you want to tie it all together, but like you also need to balance that with giving your characters justice and screen time. Right. And I think some movies don't do a great job of that. 
um, in the Marvel Universe, I think this one did probably the best you're going to do if you're going to have all the stuff still tying into, you know, the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's wrap things up. Spider-Man Homecoming, you think it is the best incarnation of Spider-Man? Do you think it's the best Spider-Man movie? Oh, yeah, I think it's the best Spider-Man movie. This is the one that I kind of, like, get into, so. Um, I'm hesitant to agree with you just because I loved Spider-Man 2 so much way back in the day. But what I will say is that this is the truest representation of uh, Spider-Man and Peter Parker on film to date. Um, they've set a really nice foundation, I think, for future Spider-Man movies and for this character. Uh, there's a lot more this character can grow, and and I don't know. I think I think the next solo Spider-Man movie is really going to knock it out of the park with the foundation they've set in this one. I really hope so, and I, I hope it's not like a Iron Man two movie. Yeah, hopefully it's not an Iron Man two type of situation. Um, real quick. So, best Spider-Man movie, where does this rank amongst the, all the Marvel movies, in your opinion? Wow. Um, uh, Just ballpark. Really you don't need to give me a I want to say Iron Man 1 would probably be my favorite. And then I did enjoy Doctor Strange, but I would say this is this is tied for first for me with Iron Man 1. Wow. I don't know if yeah. I'm willing to go that far. I will say top five, easy. Um, this one, this one gets most of it right. This one does, does a very good job. Um, mm-hmm. does a really good job. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Connor, for sharing you your opinions. You got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully in the future, we'll get you back on for your thoughts on other movies and stuff in the future. I would absolutely love to do that, bro. Cool. Thank you so much for being on the show. Catch you later. All right. Bye. All right, let's get into my favorite segment to do on Fridays, especially Fridays that happen to be Saturdays. The Friday Five, or the Top Five, or whatever I ended up calling this. I don't know. It's when I look at the box office, look at the movies coming out this weekend, and movies that have come out previous weekends, and I try to rank them in order from the number one to number five, the Top Five highest grossing movies at the box office this weekend. And to be honest, what's really interesting about this weekend, this happens occasionally, um, Spider-Man Homecoming coming out this weekend, nobody is really releasing any type of significant movie in competition with that. I mentioned on Thursday's episode uh, a movie called A Ghost Story, but that's definitely kind of counter-programming. That's them saying, here's this small indie film that is not meant to make tons of money. We're not going to draw on the masses. Um, it's everything that Spider-Man Homecoming is not, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, so Spider-Man Homecoming is really the only major movie opening at the box office this weekend, and we expect it here at Movies and Stuff, and by we, I of course mean me, we expect it to do uh, very good. I'm, I'm easily over $100 million, I'm, I'm guessing, but definitely in the number one spot. Uh, I think the number two movie this weekend is going to be last week's number one movie, Despicable Me 3. Uh, that movie had a really strong opening, um, and I think it's just going to continue to make uh, a decent chunk of money uh, into its second week. It's summertime, kids aren't in school. Uh, that type of movie will probably probably keep making money and being in at least the top ten uh, 
through the rest of July and certainly into August, if I had to guess. Uh, number three movie, I'm going to take a risk here. I do think that Baby Driver, due to good word of mouth, will continue to make money um, and kind of beat its expectations, as it already has done. Uh, I see that coming in at number three. Number four, I think, is going to end up being uh, Wonder Woman. I do. Uh, Wonder Woman has done significantly well um, thus far. I think Wonder Woman continues to do extremely well. Um, and I think it, it, it holds on to the number four spot where it was last week. Uh, and then I think rounding out the top five, this is really tough. Um, I think Cars 3 is number five. I do. Um, it's between that and Transformers, right? Transformers, and maybe this is me just hoping a little bit, Transformers not doing well in its second week. It dropped dramatically from um, 60-something down to 17 million last weekend, which is a huge drop and way less than any previous Transformers movie has done. Um, so I- I'm going to guess that it continues to drop. Uh, and drops out of the top five uh, this weekend. So again, in order, you ready? Here we go, here we go. Spider-Man Homecoming at one, Despicable Me 3 at two, Baby Driver at number three, Wonder Woman at number four, and Cars 3 at number five. Um, That is my top five for this weekend. We'll come back on Monday in Monday's episode and see if I came anywhere <laughs> anywhere near uh, getting that right. All right, that has been Movies and Stuff for Friday, June 7th, 2017. Yes, recorded it a day later than I meant to. It happens. What are you going to do? We'll get back on track on Monday. Uh, with Monday's episode. Um, remember, be a part of the show. Download the Anchor app. Call into the show. If you prefer email, email me over uh, the movies and stuff at gmail.com. The movies and stuff at gmail.com. I check it before every episode. Uh, I'll include any comments, suggestions, ideas, uh, whatever you want to talk about. Feel free to shoot me a message. Call into the show. Uh, this is a show for me. It's a show for you. It's a a way for us to have a conversation about movies. I love movies. I'm glad that I have an opportunity to talk about them. Join me. Talk with me about it. Uh, anyway, that is it. That's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, go watch a movie. It's the weekend. Watch something good. Go to the movies. Go see Spider-Man. It's really good. Or, you know, Netflix it up, son. Do whatever floats your boat. Until next time.